Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're in chapter 17 of the book of Acts where Paul the Apostle and Silas, his brother, are out now on the second missionary journey. Now thus far, a passive observer may look upon Paul's journey and feel things had not gone well. After all, Philippi, Thessalonica, wherever they went, it seemed that there was trouble. Even now in Berea, Paul had been shuffled out of town in order to keep him safe. Yet if you look at the accounts, each time the gospel indeed was advanced, lives were changed, souls were redeemed. We need to understand that any time that we step out to do the work of God, there is going to be that counter pushback by Satan, by those who follow him. This isn't a club. It's a war. Paul now, arriving at Athens, he sent for the brothers, Silas and Timothy, to meet him. But as he waited, verse 16, the storyline continues. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him as he saw the city full of idols. Now you need to understand the city of Athens in that day. Athens was the center of culture and education, the center of fine arts. It was also a bastion of liberal ideology and wholesale pursuit of pleasure. I guess you could call it the Berkeley of the East. And it existed comfortably in its own smug self-indulgence. Yet just like now, please note the hunger for God still remained. Because no matter how much self-confidence and education and financial standing and culture a person might attain, it is an inevitable that he or she will still attempt to reach out to some deity, real or imagined. We're just built for it. There's a God-sized hole in our heart, they say. The number and the extent of the gods that we can place on the pedestal of our lives Well, it's almost incalculable. We fancy ourselves today as far more knowledgeable and certainly more savvy than our predecessors. But you know what? False gods are false gods in any skin and in any generation. Paul, he found Athens pretty much as he would find any major U.S. city if he were alive to take a drive today. The plethora of these gods... They greatly concerned Paul as his spirit was provoked, the text tells us. It was provoked as he witnessed a city full of idols. Ancient writers estimate that there was at least one idol for every person in Athens. That's a lot of seeking, isn't it? Verse 17 we read, So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons and in the marketplace every day with those who met him. Much of the world today, I think, would like to wash their hands 
of these seemingly stubborn and self-assured individuals, the likes that they found there in Athens. But I think it would be a fault uh, to so quickly write these people off, for in their hearts is the same hunger that brought us to the Redeemer on our own journey. Paul recognized the need and was consumed with the same compassion that Jesus himself feels for those who are seeking and those who are yet lost. He reasoned with these people, the text tells us, and he reasoned with them wherever he found them, in the church or out on the street. Verse 18 says, Some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers also were conversing with him. Some said, What does this babbler want to say? And others said, he seems to be advocating foreign deities, the text tells us, because he preached Jesus and the resurrection. So once again, these Epicureans, these Stoics, I guess you could call them the university professors of ancient Athens. They came across Paul now as he was teaching, and of course they did what their counterparts would do today. They began to ridicule him. Why not? I mean, after all, if you can't beat them intellectually, just lob insults at the guy, right? I mean, it appears that practice has been going on for hundreds of years. David Gusick gives us some clarity on who these people were. He says, Epicureans pursued pleasure as the chief purpose in life, and they valued most of all the pleasure of a peaceable life, free from pain, disturbing passions, and superstitious fears, including the fear of death. They did not deny the existence of gods, but believed they had nothing to do with man. The Stoics, Gusick went on to say, were pantheists who put great emphasis on moral sincerity and a high sense of duty. They cultivated a spirit of proud dignity and believed that suicide was better than a life lived with less dignity. Stoics believed that everything was a god and God was in everything. So they believed that all things, good or evil, were from God and so nothing should be resisted and they believed there was no particular direction or destiny for mankind. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.